In our gospel reading this evening, Jesus is never afraid to mix metaphors. In his Sermon on the Mount, he calls us salt, and he also calls us light. If last week, looking at the Beatitudes, talked about our unique position of blessedness as sons and daughters of his kingdom, in this portion of the Sermon on the Mount, the light and darkness, the light and salt show us the difference that we make in this world. It's one thing to be different. It's another thing to make a difference. There are some people today who walk away from the church because they ask, how is this really making a difference in my life or even in the world? And for those same reason, there are others who just keep away from the church altogether because they don't see any real difference this makes in one's life or even in the world. In fact, years ago, some Christian missionaries in India asked their spiritual leader, Mahatma Gandhi, this question. What is the greatest hindrance to Christianity in India? Gandhi responded with one word, Christianity. That he saw the greatest hindrance for Christianity in India as many times Christians themselves. Reflecting on my own life and my waywardness, there are certainly times in my life when I look back when I, let alone those around me, could not tell the difference between Christianity and the world. And I'm sure that your reflection would show the same pattern. Yet these salt and light pictures of Jesus today will not let us get away with that. They presume that the church and the world are in fact different. I mean, if Jesus says, we are the salts of the earth... That must mean, conversely, that this earth needs the saltiness that only his church can give. And likewise, if Jesus says, we are the lights, it means that the world and its darkness must need the light that only the church of Jesus Christ can give. Give. And what is so moving about these words of Jesus today 
is his confidence that we are making the difference in this world. That we have been divinely called and chosen to make. When Jesus says in his sermon today, you are the salt and you are the light. When we look at Jesus' words, there is no hesitation there. There is no doubt. There is no skepticism on whether or not his church is actually going to be salt and light to this world. But what we have is a Savior saying, this is who you are. It's a fact. It is not just something far off in the future, but it is a present reality. Some of you might remember the older cartoon, Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm still not a fan of canned spinach, though I remember trying it as a young lad in my effort to be like Popeye. But one of the phrases, the sentences I remember of Popeye was this, I am what I am, and that's what I am. We are salt, and we are light, because that's what we are. Notice in these words of Jesus, there is something very strong underneath, an implication of how we will relate to this world. We know from Scripture that messed up and broken as this world is, God does not hate this world. And if our God doesn't hate this world, then that is not our position either. But we have a Father who has gone through extraordinary links to preserve and save and enlighten this world. For God so loved the world. And so as salt and light, it means that we also have a heart for this world. Not many years ago, it was said that a church member in a Midwest church that was declining and dying said these words. He said, I know we won't be here for long, 
but I just want our church to be here long enough so that those who of us who are left can be buried in our cemetery. That's quite a church mission statement, isn't it? I hope we are here long enough to be buried in our cemetery. There are a few things that are very disturbing with that kind of thinking, especially in a church. First, that statement is very self-centered. Secondly, that statement is very self-serving. Third, that statement focuses on death, not on life. And fourth, that statement seems to be throwing in the towel, not just on the church and her mission, but even throwing in the towel on the world around it. I hope I'm just here long enough to be buried in its ground. Where the attitude we see in Jesus' words today are a profound relationship of love and concern for this world. Have you ever noticed that when salt is in a salt shaker, for that salt to have any kind of impact, that salt has to come in contact with its object. For example, if I go to McDonald's and I want a little salt on my fries, that shaker has to turn over and that salt has to make contact with those fries. Or starting tomorrow evening into Friday, if we get two to five inches of snow, the salt in my container won't do any good to my driveway and sidewalks unless at some point that salt makes contact with the ground. It's the same way as the church. You are the salt. But for salt to make any impact, it has to make close contact with the world around it. We need to love those whom God has put in our circles of influence around us and always be looking as the salt to renew and preserve and flavor and nurture the world around us. That's why Jesus prayed 
on the night before he went to the cross. Father, as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world to have very close personal contact with our salt and our light. Or a loose translation might say, through them, Father, I am going to shake the salt on this earth and turn on the light for this world. Think of that for a moment, that divine call and commissioning from our Lord. And how does that make you feel? It's a holy calling, a holy office for his church. And I know at times we can think, well, what real difference can I make in this world? Most of us will never influence the world. <laughs> but what we do have is a God who has called us and equipped us and sent us as his salt and light in our own little corner of the kingdom to our friends and neighbors and co-workers and classmates and roommates and resident suite mates. Being salt and light exactly where God has put you at this time and in this place and in your generation of his clock. So, as we continue to lean into Jesus Christ and his words and his ways, it's in our close contact with Jesus that we too are nurtured and we are salted <laughs> and we are enlightened to be exactly who we are. Salt and light because that's who we are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.